This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish, in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Florida Congressman Matt Gates, Congressman, now Fox is reporting that any decision from Biden is not going to come until after he delivers the State of the Union. So what do you ultimately expect that decision to be now? Well, things in Washington aren't always what they seem. Consider this. It was Joe Biden's Democrat personal lawyer that was rummaging around his stuff looking for what? Evidence of a crime that his septuagenarian client committed nine years ago. And then he alerts the Democrat staff at the White House that does the absolute worst thing you could possibly do. They sat on the information. They should have diffused the Trump matter and then inoculated themselves in the process. Then the moment this is leaked to CBS, you have the Democrat Biden. Department of Justice appoint a special counsel. And now the big tell is that even Joe Biden's strongest allies in the Congress, like Senator Coons, are saying that they approve of the appointment of a special counsel to criminally investigate the president. Maybe the deep state and a lot of these Democrats have figured out that they'd rather roll with Gavin Newsom than Joe Biden. The Republicans might not even have to help the Democrats take out their trash. Well, Congressman, yeah, before the first guy President to, Biden to, to answered the, uh, the question on the classified. OK. OK. Got to cut that mic on. <laughs> you got to cut it on. Um, we're going to get to the Gates piece. He was blown up. Uh, it was amazing. He was on fire last night. I think it was the prep on War Room on Laura Ingram last night. But I want the staff, we can cut the what he said about Ukraine, because I want to come back with that. Uh, very specifically, Matt Gates, I think, said no more money on Ukraine until we get a, a full accounting on Zelensky and everything else. There should be that we should force the president of the United States has to come to Congress, particularly all, all the conservative Inc. fanboys, Zelensky fanboys, all the constitutional conservatives, quote unquote. Let's go back to the Constitution. Let's have Biden. Let's force him to come to the House, at least ask for a resolution. But even maybe even making do more on that. But we ought to have a coherent explanation. And part of the coherent explanation is why is the head of the CIA was Alexander Burns? Why is Burns in uh, Kiev briefing Zelensky? Why is the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff Milley there? Why are we all of a sudden putting uh, up, you know, uh, provocative land warfare equipment like Abrams tanks to position for a major Ground campaign in the spring, which all the reporting is on CNN, BBC, all of them. We're talking about a, the siege at Bakhmut to get ready for a major ground offensive to take back Crimea. I can't underline that enough times. If you had a problem with Crimea, you know, Obama and the deep state and the administrative state, that was, in, if memory serves me correctly, what, back in, back on your watch, right? Um you know, the Bush-Biden apparatus sh- should have worried about this at that time. 
Um, and why are you not in Taiwan? The Chinese Communist Party is the existential threat to this country. The influence in this country, in Wall Street, the corporations, Silicon Valley, big tech, everywhere. The, the venture capital firms and in Washington, D.C. Why is the head of the CIA and General Milley not in Taiwan brief? You know why? Because they're afraid of the CCP. They're afraid of what the act- reaction would be for Beijing. Whereas we have Tom Williams up here, we have 340 million Christians under, when a guy like Tom Williams writes a book with a serious publisher, like Sophia Institute, it's about the coming persecution, it's going to get worse. And when a guy like Tom Williams tells you, hey, the persecution of Christians now, violent persecution, not the ostracization you get here in the United States, but violent or in Europe, the violent persecution of Christians is as bad or worse as first century Rome when they try to destroy the church by persecution. And when you have as, uh, as uh, the, the, the taproot of the spirituality of the Christian church, both for the evangelical community and for the Catholic community and for the Orthodox community, comes from the Desert Fathers, right? We have looked the other way and allowed the Desert Church to be totally eviscerated on our watch. On our watch. You can't point the finger at anybody else. Tom Williams. Why is this not preached from the pulpit every day, every Sunday? Why are evangelical ministers not preaching this? Why are Catholic? I never hear this in, in, from any Catholic pulpit. Why is that? Why is it complete silence? How, how can we browbeat the New York Times and the Times of London and... Uh, and uh, the Financial Times, and the Wall Street Journal, the Washington Post, MSNBC, NBC News, CBS. How can we browbeat the hostile secular media when uh, the, it's not being preached uh, and people are sitting there? I didn't know that. I didn't know that was happening in Nigeria. I didn't know in sub-Saharan Africa the church is being – you have these – you have this tremendous growth and vibrant church and they're being eviscerated every day. I didn't know that. I didn't know that You know the biggest threat to Xi that he talks about all the time – are the 100 million plus Christians underground in China. Why, how can we browbeat the secular media, sir, when the church itself is complicit in the silence here and looking the other way, Tom Williams? I'm just going to give you one case in point, Steve. In uh, March 2019, you remember this case. It, it, front page, it was top billing in every single news program in mainstream media. It was when a man in Christchurch, New Zealand, broke into two mosques, started shooting up Muslims and killed 51 people. That was huge news. And it was a terrible story. It should have been huge news. What you don't know, probably, is that in that same week, there were 120 Christians killed in Nigeria that were not even reported on at all by CBS, by NBC, by CNN. This is something that was just said, oh, so, so Christians died. You know, Christians die all the time. Who cares? There are lots of Christians. It's something that in the mainstream media, it's like it's a non-issue. And I think for a lot of Christians, we don't want to be whiners. We don't want to be people that are saying, look at us, look at how badly we're treated. And I think that sometimes we have a duty to speak out and we don't do it. I'll give you another example. This is one that's very telling in my mind. If you look at Wikipedia, there's actually an entry in Wikipedia for Christian persecution complex. Now, take you know, think about that for a second. Christian persecution complex, how Christians have this idea that they're persecuted when they're really not. Can you imagine if there were a Jewish persecution complex or a Muslim persecution complex as entries in Wikipedia? They're not, by the way. It's only dealt out to Christians. It's simply 
a completely uh, unlevel, uh, completely biased way of looking at Christians. You're supposed to turn the other cheek. You should take persecution for granted. Just get used to it. And I think that we sometimes allow that message to keep us from saying what we have to be saying. Tom, what is the beginning? You're a guy that can think things through. What's the beginning of the solution here? What, what then is to be done, sir? Well, one of the things is I love, and I love to shine a light on some of these Christian watchdog groups that actually are not afraid to talk the numbers, not afraid to say what's going on, like Age of the Church in Need, like some of these, like the Hudson Institute with Nina Shea. I mean, there, there are a bunch of really good groups that put out facts and figures and keep those who want to be informed, informed. That's, that's the first thing. Second thing we can do, I think, is really bolster these religious freedom groups. I think one of the greatest responses we have is to push religious freedom for everyone. This is not looking for privileges. It's not saying that Christians should have it, other people shouldn't. This is a way of understanding that faith matters and that Christian religious freedom is something that we as a nation in the United States, we as the West, have to get 100% behind, and we're not. And allowing places like China to just walk over the Uyghur Muslims in Xinjiang or the Christians throughout the entire country, to allow them to do that without throwing in their face every day is criminal. It really is. It is abandoning our brothers and sisters in a way that's completely unfair and, and unjust. Tom, where do people get access to you and where do they get access to this uh, great new book from Sophia? So at TD Williams Rome is my is my Twitter handle. I've got a, a website also www.thomasdwilliams.com. And uh, Sophia Institute Press is the best place to go for the book. You can also uh, go to Amazon, of course. I'd prefer you buy it through Sophia. It's nice for them to get that that attention directly, but Amazon carries it as well. How do they get to uh, give us the uh, website for Sophia? Where do they go? Uh, Sophia Institute Press. If you type that into any search engine, it'll pop right up, first yeah. entry. Okay. want to make sure Grace Chung and Captain Ben, everybody put it up in all our chat rooms. Tom Williams, honored to have you on here. Thank you very much. Great book. We'll make sure we push it hard. It's a pleasure. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, brother. Um, the key to this, and you see the activity in the beginning with the new committees and the energy and the focus. Look, it's not perfect. Uh, we want to win more. We want to win all the time, right? Um, you are what your record says you are. The uh, But that came from the hard work of people that got us this, what, 10-seat majority in the House. Nancy Pelosi ruled with an iron fist and got a lot done for her side with that. And we're going to do the same thing. This debt ceiling, massive. Uh, obviously, the investigation, southern border, all of it massive. And it takes this audience to stay on top of people every day. In fact, I'll break down the Politico story in tonight's show that talks about the power of this audience and getting on the Senate from the omnibus. But at the end of the day, you got to win elections. I want to go to Arizona. I got, I got Christina Bob coming up in a second, uh, but I want to go to Sophia Bush. I want to go out to, um, I want to go out to Arizona uh, and uh, talk. This hearing the other day was absolutely stunning. It was, this was Wendy Rogers and this was a Senate hearing we're actually, it's officially part of the record of the state of Arizona. And what I heard there was not what I've been hearing in the mainstream media out in Arizona about the elections. Ms. Bush, can you walk through what your, your, your group, 
your testimony, the evidence that you put forward that I think is nothing short of explosive and I hope is captured in this appeal that Carrie Lake is doing about this election that just took place, particularly in Maricopa County, ma'am? Yes, absolutely. So we were commissioned by the former Senate president, Senator Fan, to analyze the signature verification process that's used. And uh, to make a long story short, it's an absolute joke. There is absolutely no way we've done all of the mathematical statistics we've put in thousands of man hours determining what it takes to verify a signature. And there's no way that they are verifying signatures based on not only our findings, but the fact that you cannot verify, such as in 2022, 1.3 million signatures using 25 workstations over a course of 19 days. It's just the math doesn't add up. It's not possible. Um, Yes. Sure. Shelby, hang on for a second. What is the stat? I just want to know what the existing rules about mail-in ballots and signature verifications are right now in Arizona that you have to comply with. Can you just walk us through, and I'm going to get into what your findings were, but what what are the existing rules of the game that you have to officially do about signature verification, ma'am? So the unfortunate part is in the state of Arizona, the, the rule just states that you have to review the signature before tabulating the ballot and validate that signature. If it's invalid or cannot be validated, then the ballot should not be removed from the envelope and it shouldn't be counted. And and that is the basis of the rules here in our legislation. However, the Secretary of State creates policy and the policy and procedures manual shows you 12 points of signature verification that must occur in order to pass the signature. And, you know, the reasonable attitude is six out of 12 points should pass the signature, but these signatures aren't even meeting that criteria. So you both have a statute and then you have the, the, the procedures manual, which is about that thick. And I think they did, the fight was it didn't get updated for 22, but you, so you went off the, the original one. But there you have a 12 point. I tell you, Shelby, just hang on for a second. We're going to take a uh, a short break. Shelby Bush uh, from Arizona, her testimony in front of the Senate Wendy Rogers Committee um, is pretty explosive. In fact, it's very explosive. And the question is, why has nobody looked at this until Shelby Bush's group came along? Short commercial break. Shelby Bush in Arizona, Christina Bob, we have Tiffany Justice. We're jam-packed in the war room. Will the lack of a red wave during the midterms lead to a more emboldened Biden, more wasteful government spending, higher taxes, the deepening of inflation? And how do you protect your hard-earned savings from chaotic financial markets? The answer, by diversifying your retirement savings with real physical precious metals with Birch Gold Group. Text Bannon to 989898 for a free info kit on protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account. Birch Gold has almost 20 years' experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metal IRAs. Text Bannon to 989898 and claim your free, no-obligation info kit. Don't let the left devalue your savings. Own physical gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account from Birch Gold. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau 
and thousands and thousands of satisfied customers. Text Bandon to 989898 and secure your future with gold. Do it today. Take action. Use your agency. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. So, Shelby Bush, it's 1.3 million. You've got a statute, you've got a law, and then you've got a policies manual and a procedures manual. There are 12 steps. And uh, my understanding is it's got to be human. It can't be artificial intelligence. I, I think I'm writing that. Roughly of the 1.3 million, your group, how many do you think of those 1.3 million are invalid? Well, confirmed by Texas A&M professor um, emeritus, we have determined with a 99.999% probability that nearly 300,000 ballots in 2022 would fail signature verification and should not have been tabulated. Okay, so (laughs) here's why I'm missing it. Why, since that is in the procedures manual, in the process manual, that is what you have to go off of, and it's also part of Arizona statute for law, um, why is it, uh, why are those 300,000 counted? Why is nobody, and why is there not a firestorm? And correct me if I'm wrong, it's not even part of, it can become part now, I think, because we've had a public presentation at us, and it's officially part of the documents in the Senate of Arizona, but it was specifically kicked out of the, um, specifically kicked out of, uh, of Carrie Lake, I think's initial, um, initial efforts to, to make sure that people understand that Hobbs is illegitimate and Carrie Lake's the real governor. Why did it take your group to do this? Why did the people that run the elections not in the normal course of business following the procedures and process manual uh, come up and say, hey, 300,000 of these are, are invalid, ma'am? Because the county is an absolute joke. I mean, the way that they process, the way they handle their elections, it's, it's an absolute joke. They, um, I mean, look at the court hearing. At the court hearing, if the word signature verification even came up, they all had an allergic reaction because they know that it is just riddled with incompetence. There is zero accountability and zero oversight of what really goes on with these ballot envelopes. And again, the math doesn't add up. They know they can't process these envelopes and they're not even trying. Some of the stuff we have seen would absolutely blow your mind. Could you just tell us what, give us one or two examples. I I, I want the audience wants their mind blown this morning. Give us one or two examples that you think are the most egregious. Sure. So we processed a dead voter ballot envelope. The man died several days before the election And on the ballot signature component where they're supposed to sign their name, somebody wrote on there, voter is deceased as of October 1st, signed his name, and that passed right through without any form of challenge whatsoever. Uh, Over 800 blank ballots with no signature at all, which is a secondary statute violation, because in the state of Arizona, there's no curing a blank envelope without a signature on election day. That, that vote shouldn't count. We found 1,800 out of 300,000 analyzed that had no signature whatsoever, no phone number, no date. 
um, we have seen voter registration files with the wrong signatures on them. It's 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 a disaster. So, so Shelby, how did Bill Gates and the guys at Maricopa County go on TV all the time and say it was the most perfect? It had a, a speed bump maybe about the size of the envelope, but they took care of it in, in minutes after it was over. And this was one of the best run, if not the best run, election in the history of, uh, of Arizona. Ma'am, how, do, how does that happen? How, how do you have that disconnect? Well, let me tell you how, how perfect this election was. We also analyze the slog files, okay? The slog files are the system log files that tell you every read in those tabulators for the 2022 election. They claim that the EAC is the regulating agency that takes care of those tabulators and decides which ones are used and how they're used. These tabulators are not to exceed an error rate of 0.002 or one in 500 ballots on election day, Maricopa County used 446 tabulators. Not one of them met EAC standard. As a matter of fact, they averaged 235 times the EAC standard, rejecting over a quarter of a million ballots in ballot feed errors. This is not just an imperfect election. As they like to claim, they say, oh, there's no perfect election, but this is an an incredible election. This was an absolute disaster and a disservice to the citizens of Maricopa County. So you have a court case with Carrie Lake uh, that is uh, in in Abe Hamaday, too. But you got Carrie Lake is now in an appeal and they had her response last night. We'll get more on that this afternoon. Um, You've got uh, you've got Senator Rogers and others that are having these hearings. Where does this go from here? This is blockbuster news. And of course, you know, the Arizona paper doesn't want to cover it. Nobody out there really wants to cover it. Where do you where do you and your your group go from here? You've you've got the receipts. You have the evidence. Where do you take it? Well, obviously, we, we take it to the media. We take it to the court of public opinion. I mean, we've got to start there. We we need to wake up the eyes of the American people because they have to start fighting to reclaim their elections if they ever want to have any voice in this country. And so, you know, maybe we file a lawsuit ourselves, but we are going to continue to analyze this data to continue to expose what's happening in our election. And I'm going I'm to tell you, the tabulators have been a big issue and people talk about the tabulators and they absolutely need to go. Just think about if any other piece of equipment you had failed at a 50% rate, how many people would want to use that in their homes, use that in their offices? This is a 50% failure rate on election day. And if the voters are not angry about that, I, I don't know. I don't know how to make them angry. And if, if the court's, cannot see that the American people deserve better than a 50% failure rate. That's worse statistics than baseball. And baseball is the only, the only sport I know where you can succeed one out of three times and be considered a champion, right? I mean, this is, this is an incredible disaster. And so we're going to keep voicing things. We're going to keep exposing truth. We're going to talk about chain of custody and uh, our senators need to step up in this state and they need to, uh, get rid of these machines and they need to reclaim these elections for the American people. 
I've got it up on Getter, but somebody did, a, I think, an online poll and it had, I think, two, two million people. I got to get this. Two million people. And 91 percent believe that uh, there was uh, the election was uh, stolen in Arizona. I mean, the, the, the population's. I think it's angrier and angrier what they see is going on. Will any of this be able to get into uh, Carrie Lake's uh, lawsuit, do you think? I would sure hope so. I would imagine, you know, much of the stuff that we exposed in the hearing on Monday, it was information we tried to get into that court case. I did a declaration. I put this evidence forward. But like I said, the courts had an allergic reaction. The county had an allergic reaction because they know they know that this is proving their failure and uh and, and it's there it's in black and white i don't know how you deny it and i don't know how the courts can continue to hide from it shelby quickly how, how did they get to you your your group uh, your uh coordinates on social media where do they go sure it's we the people azalliance.com we the people azalliance.com and if they go to that site they can read all the declarations of the workers in mtech who came forward to talk about the disaster the declaration and all of the evidence in the presentation is is available to them on the website shelby bush thank you very much honored to have you on here great work we'll make sure we put it out there and maybe get you back for a briefing thank Incredible you so much testimony. Steve. uh let's Christina Bob, is this what you're talking about in your book? T- tell me h- how your efforts and what you saw, because this reminds me of Pennsylvania in 2020, oh, ma'am. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. I was just thinking that. I was listening to your guest, uh, Shelby Bush. They've been doing a great job out in Arizona. Her work continues. You know, the book covers the early days immediately following the 2020 election uh, through the 2021 election, and then her work has continued on. And they're seeing the same trend, only it's getting worse. It's getting more obvious. I mean, Carrie Lake's race is, in my opinion, it is proof that the election was stolen to the point that your poll shows that 91% of the people believe Arizona was stolen. We didn't have that kind of support and belief right after 2020 because the media had done this blitz media campaign trying to convince everybody that this was the most secure election ever. So I think Carrie Lake's race really solidified for people who may have questioned or, or doubted. Uh, now they go, oh, yeah, okay, we have a problem with our elections now. Why have they not let us, why, why were we not able to get signature verification into this, into this lawsuit? I mean, maybe now, and I'll ask you this after the break. By the way, we've got Tiffany Justice on deck uh, from Moms for Liberty. Um, why has it been so difficult getting the signature verification into this case in Arizona and into these other cases, ma'am? Because it's a legitimate issue and we have a chronically impotent judicial system. I mean, Republican judges, not just Republican judges, the Republican Party for the last 40 years has become the party of cowards. And the judges that cowards appoint are also cowards and don't want to take up real issues that crazy leftists don't like. And the signature verification issue is a very real problem that they don't want to have to deal with, in my opinion. I mean, that's what we're seeing. Judges are scared. Christina, Bob, uh, just hang on. We're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to talk more about your book and more about efforts here, particularly in Arizona, to right these wrongs. Also, Tiffany Justice is going to join us from Moms for Liberty. Short commercial break. We're going to be back in the warm in just a moment. Bring it on and I will fight to the end. Just watch and see. It's all started. Everything's been. 
Friends, you know as well as I do, the institutions we used to trust are collapsing. When things hit the fan, and trust me, they will, you need to rely on yourself. No one else is coming to save you. That's why I've invested in emergency food from My Patriot Supply, and you should too. Right now, if you go to MyPatriotSupply.com, you'll get their new lower pricing on three-month emergency food kits. These kits give you breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks that average over 2,000 calories per day. Get at least one kit for each person in your family. Your alternative is to stand in long government food lines. Do you want that? Does your family want that? Now listen, time is not on your side. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and save $200 on your three-month emergency food kits while you still can. These kits are in stock, and they ship fast, and they ship free. They arrive in unmarked boxes, too, so nobody knows you have food. You'll thank your lucky stars for that when the time comes to use them. Now go to MyPatriotSupply.com while you can. That is MyPatriotSupply.com. Less government in our lives, but more book bans. Less government in our lives, but more cancellation of, of, of classes uh, that actually examine our Bellamy. history. Uh, less government in our lives, and yet uh, actually laws now that, that, that are talking about stopping 10-year-old girls from being able to flee their states after they've been raped. Uh, by by a, a, a relative uh, or or somebody okay. else, so that they can go make a decision um, with their parents. Tif- Tiffany Justice, in in this whole situation, the, the 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 mainstream media is in complete meltdown on every aspect of the parental rights movement. Uh, talk to you. You came on here over a year ago, and you said the first thing, first step is we got to take over school boards and get parents involved in school boards. And not just leave it to these officials that have been um, running these school boards forever. And the parental rights movement will then start to take over. And then the next step will be you actually start to see victories in, in changing out administrators and, you know, librarians, all of that. Right. So walk us through where you think we stand on the parental rights at the school board level. And then where are you starting to see the green sprouts of victory of actually starting to change things, ma'am? So somehow we have oh, her. Can you hear me? Is that okay? Know. Sorry oh, about that. How's that? Yeah, that's okay. It's the mute okay. button. It's the mute button. I know. Sorry. <laughs> so start at, the, start at the top. Since you're a regular, we thought you had it. Start at the top because we didn't hear the first part. Where do we actually stand in making progress here, ma'am? So, yes, we are making progress. Thank you for having me on. Um, I told you about, uh, gosh, I think it, it, oh, it's probably a year ago now that we were going to reclaim these school board seats and start reforming public education. And that is absolutely happening. So I got word yesterday that during a school board meeting in Broward County, Florida, for those of you uh, that aren't familiar, that's like Fort Lauderdale area. That's also where the shooting at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School happened on February uh, 14th in 2018. Um, they've had an extremely liberal school board that also 
stood against the governor when he said no more masks on kids. They continued to break the law. They had this superintendent, Vicki Cartwright, who was an awful disaster, rude to the parents, rude to her own board members sometimes that opposed her. And she was given her walking papers yesterday, or, or maybe she decided to part ways with the district, as they like to say. Um, so I, I, they said, when should her last day be? I said, if it's tomorrow, it's not soon enough. And so I'm happy to see that these rogue superintendents who think, you know, they're going to do whatever they want, whenever they want, uh, are, are losing their jobs. So uh, what I told you was going to happen is happening. And as you can see, I'm pretty excited about it. Now, we, we saw, you know, we had the folks on from South Carolina. We're seeing this all over the place. It, so how does this work? People get involved. They, they go and testify. They get they get broomed or, you know, d- designated domestic terrorists. Then they get serious and say, hey, I just can't go and testify because they're just going to blow me off uh, and turn me into the authorities. I've got to organize and and start to get a campaign, either support somebody that I think would do a good job or step up to the plate and do it yourself. Once you win that, then it's the whole thing about how the schools are actually run, how the districts actually run on every aspect of it. And if people are not doing their jobs, including parents, right, into this process as a major stakeholder, that's when you start – that's when you start removing people. Is that the process? Well, I think these school board members are getting in and they know they want to remove some of this woke ideology out of the schools. And they're very concerned. Again, they've been watching these superintendents. So it's not like the people that ran for school board in Broward County just woke up one day and decided we don't like this superintendent, right? They've been watching the superintendent. They've been going to the meetings. They've been listening to what she said. They've watched her break the law. So when they get onto the board, the school board directs the superintendent. The superintendent may put the the policy the school board passes into action. He may decide what the procedural uh, implementation will be, but the the superintendent works for the school board, make no mistake. And so um, this superintendent wouldn't wouldn't take direction. And if you're not going to take direction as a superintendent from your school board, then you're going to lose your job. And um, what we need right now, and I've said to you before, is more conservative educational leaders. So if you're out there and you're a teacher or you're an administrator somewhere, um, you need to start standing up for what you believe in. It's really important because I, I think very soon there's going to be a huge market open for you to be able to advance in your career. These school board members are looking for good people to hire. Right now in Florida uh, alone, Brevard County has an interim superintendent. They'll be doing a search. Sarasota County uh, it will be doing a search for an interim and a full-time superintendent. Now you have Broward County. So if you're looking to move to Florida and you're a conservative involved in education, start figuring out how you can how you can get these positions. Positions and, and take us in another direction. And I promise you, we're doing it all over the country. So you know, we endorsed in over 500 races in 2022 for school board. We won um, over half of those. And so, uh, and flipping some school boards. You talked about Berkeley County, South Carolina. They changed who their administration, their administrator was, their superintendent. That's going to be happening all over the country. And you don't have to wait to flip your governor's seat or your state legislatures um, in any way. You can make this change happen in your own local community. Already, uh, there are 16 states that will have school board elections in 2023. We're working in that endorsement process with our chapters, uh, looking to fund our political action committee so that we can actually be able to get some money uh, to support these candidates, to get them over the finish line. And this is how you change America. One school board seat at a time. We reclaim education and now we're reforming it. And all the polling are saying that that uh, this is oh, actually goes beyond politics in many regards, particularly for centrists yes. and independents. They're saying, hey, and even some moderate Democrats saying, hey, these schools have got to be sorted out. You know, these are the most these are the most important assets I have in my life, my children. 
and I'm not prepared to turn them over to woke, and I'm not prepared to turn them over to indoctrination or propaganda. Tiffany, uh, the battle in 16 states, and then as you predicted a year, year and a half ago, the personnel department, the human resources, the ability to get conservatives or people that understand that parents are a stakeholder in this entire uh, process is the next stage. Where, where do people go on uh, for Moms for Liberty to find out more information? Momsforliberty.org is our website. We've got a big map there. Click on the map to start a chapter or join one near you, or you can donate to support us. We are doing amazing work. We're going to be traveling all over the country. Uh, up next, California, Iowa. We were just in South Carolina for our legislative days. We're really getting these moms and dads into action so they can be effective advocates to create change. You can follow us on different social media. We are on uh, Getter. We are on Twitter. Um, I have a, a podcast. The Joyful There it is, Joyful Warrior Podcast. You can go to YouTube and watch that. I'm doing it uh, with video now. You've inspired me, Steve, to do some video. And uh, we've had some great uh, some great new guests that have come on the Joyful Warrior podcast. So definitely get up to speed with Moms for Liberty. We're here to help. Perfect. Tiffany, thank you so much. Uh, honored to have you on here. Thank you, sir. So Major Bob, I want to do. I want to bifurcate this. We started the, with McCarthy throwing down harder and really going after Shift and uh, and Swalwell, and they're gone off Intel, which was their power base. Remember that yep. their power base. Uh, all these MAGA, you've got uh, all these fighters from Bobert to Gates to uh, Eli Crane. You've got uh, Rosendale, all of them, the 20 and the yep, Magnificent Six. You got, yep. even, you got, you got, you got Chip Roy. You even got MTG. And I realize that a lot of people in the audience are still upset with MTG, but she's going to be, a, she's still a fighter. She's going to be on oversight. Mm-hmm. You've got all this. You, it, we're showing victories. And, and by the way, victories often come incrementally. You're seeing this massive parental uh, movement. I think I speak for the audience, and I understand we're getting legislation, and Matt Gates said yesterday, hey, we need Arizona to do what Florida did, and Florida got control of our elections. But if you polled the war room posse, still 95% would go, man, this thing is so screwed up. Nothing's getting done. And then I see Shelby right. Bush come out and tell me that essentially that uh, Kerry Lake did win in Arizona, and yet Kerry Lake, Yuma, is, the city of Yuma is now collapsing in front yeah. of our eyes, where Carrie Lake said she would have shut down she, on day one, which had been four weeks ago, she would have shut down the entire border down there. What progress in your mind are we really making about getting these uh, elections sorted? You know, uh, uh, yeah. Shasta County, California just announced yesterday no more Dominion, no more machines. But are these like dribs and drabs, or do you believe, and do you believe your book and your experience as you go around the country and evangelize this is enough to turn this mess around, ma'am? Well, I think it takes all of us. And as you know, that is the message of the book. We all have to get involved. This is an all hands on deck situation. I completely believe that we will correct this, that we will do enough before the 2024 election to correct it. I believe Donald Trump will be the next president of the United States. And, you know, I I work for President Trump. I'm part of the campaign. I couldn't do this job if I didn't believe it was possible, if I thought there was so much corruption that we can't overcome it. So clearly, I hope I'm living by example that I believe that this is possible. And, you know, I'm trying to do what I can to help educate people and uh, resolve this. But it takes it takes all of us. And the Democrats have stolen some some seats in some areas where they have power to control the elections. They have this apparatus of election fraud. And that is their advantage. 
our advantage is that we vastly outnumber them. We have so many more of us than they do of them, and we have to use our advantage to our advantage, meaning everybody's got to get involved. So I would say for those of you that have concerns or are wondering, you know, is it possible, get involved and figure it out for yourself. Because I think once you do, you'll realize there's a lot of great people fighting for this. There's a lot of reasons to have hope for 2024. And I, I expect to see a positive result if enough people get involved. The, is there any doubt in your military mind that Donald J. Trump won the election of uh, on November 3rd of uh, 3 November of 2020, ma'am? No, none whatsoever. I think I think it's clear to any objective observer, if you just take a an objective look at the evidence, the situation and what happened, I think anybody would come to the conclusion that Donald Trump won that election. If we had to win in 2024, just the math, it may come down to uh, Wisconsin, Georgia and Arizona. Are you confident, since you've been very involved in the Kerry Lake situation, that as we sit here today, on the 25th of January in the year of our Lord, 2023, that the situation with the elections in Georgia, Arizona, and Wisconsin, the apparatus, the rules, the machines, all of it, have been changed and sorted, that we will not, we will not expose ourselves, or expo- President Trump's not exposed to having an election in 2024 stolen? Today, as we sit here, no, that's not the case. It would be stolen, just like they just stole it from Carrie Lake. I believe Carrie Lake crushed that election and they stole it from her. But we have time and, and we know what we can do to make the corrections. We know the legislation that needs to be passed. Get in touch with your local legislators and make it happen. And I, I fully believe that we will get to the point where we can do that. But today, no, I, I don't think it's at, at where it needs to be. I take it this book is going to be the launch of your crusade to sort that out and change it. That's what you're dedicating your life to? I, I hope so. Yes, sir. I, I hope so. I mean, the goal of the book, and thank God for you using your voice and you know putting your stamp on it, it's my clarion call to try to rally the troops and say, this is an all-hands-on-deck situation. This is the situation. I try to explain it simply. I try to give examples of what people can do to get involved, You know what others in, in various communities have done, and say... You know, just get it, just get involved, roll up your sleeve and get involved. Even if you're not sure what you're doing, just start somewhere. And I, I believe that we will right this ship. I fully believe in the future of America. I believe we are the freest nation ever to exist. I believe we will continue to do that, but we all have to get involved. Christina, Bob, how do people get to your social media? How do they find the book? Uh, it's available on Amazon, and you can find me on Truth and Getter at Christina Bob and Instagram and Twitter, Christina underscore Bob. We're going to have to have you back on and take more time and go back through the freest country on earth. <laughs> to, because <laughs> let me repeat, Donald J. Trump won the election in 2020, not Joe yep. Biden. And you're going through right now. Elections have consequences. Stolen elections have catastrophic consequences. And America's into the middle of the whirlwind. These radical Fair Democrats point. sowed the win, and now we're reaping the whirlwind. Christina, yes, thank you so much for coming on. Look forward to getting you back. Thank you so much. Okay, short commercial break. We're going to be, thank you, ma'am. We're going to be back in the warm in just a second. Thanks to your support, Patriot Mobile has emerged as one of the leaders in the parallel economy, and they have big news. Patriot Mobile now offers services with all three major networks. This means if you're with the big three and like the service, 
but hate their values, you can access them with Patriot Mobile. They also offer a performance guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch between the three major carriers for free. Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offers nationwide coverage on the best 4G and 5G networks. So you get the same great service while supporting a company that fights to preserve our God-given rights and freedoms. This new year, resolve to stop supporting companies that don't align with your values. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That is PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call them at 878-PATRIOT. That's 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call 878-PATRIOT. Do it today. Take action. Use your agency. Getter has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. I want to start with OpenAI because OpenAI was founded in part out of a fear that artificial general intelligence or sort of superhuman intelligence shouldn't be in the hands of any one company and was perhaps coming faster than we think. Is it really just right around the corner or is it farther off than perhaps even you thought it was initially? Well, I think it's a question of time frames. Like I view the next few decades for this sort of most important technological milestone in human history, I view that as right around the corner. Uh, and so the debate of is it 10 years or 100 years, I don't think that matters too much given the magnitude of what's happening. Like it's coming soon enough and it's a big enough deal that I think we need to think right now about how we want this deployed, um, how everyone gets to benefit from it, how we're going to govern it. Uh, how we're going to make it safe and sort of good for humanity. Elon Musk, who founded this with you, has been concerned about the sort of apocalyptic possible future of AI. How realistic is that apocalypse? Um, I think it's always hard to say, like, when you have any incredibly powerful new technology, here's exactly how it's going to go. Um, I will say that I am personally optimistic we are going to get to the good future, but I think that's going to require incredibly hard work from very talented people that needs to start now. But when you look at the trend as a whole, I think it's going to be incredibly positive for humanity. But you do believe that AI can supersede human intelligence? I believe it absolutely will. There's a big debate about timeframes. I think it takes like unique human arrogance to believe that uh, AI cannot supersede humans. But what about that scares you? So many things, right? Like, this is like, you know, what does it mean to build something that is more capable than ourselves. Like, what does that say about our humanity? What's that world going to look like? What's our place in that world? How is that going to be equitably shared? How do we make sure that it's not like a handful of people in San Francisco making the decisions and reaping all the benefits? Like, I think we have an opportunity that comes along only every couple of centuries to redo the socioeconomic contract and how we include everybody in that and make everybody a winner and how we don't destroy ourselves in the process is a huge question. The most important technological advance in human history. Oh, by the way, we might destroy ourselves. What's the over and under on that? Uh, Joe Allen, 
you know, Morning Meek and these guys are running around with chat GPT stuff you've reported on months and months and months ago. But the serious thing here is uh, is artificial general intelligence, sir. Absolutely. And, you know, that was Sam Altman, the founder, co-founder of OpenAI. He and a number of other people, including Elon Musk, founded it. And it was just announced. Uh, we reported on the possibility, the likelihood was just announced that Microsoft is investing $10 billion uh, that will give them ex- exclusive rights in some senses. But the big point of that is that by pouring all this money into it and by giving it the uh, Microsoft Azure cloud platform, you're talking about a rapid acceleration in the process towards better and better and better AI. Uh, it was also just, I think, yesterday, uh, Jan LeCun, uh, the chief AI scientist of Meta or Facebook, was kind of hating on the project, saying that, oh, well, it's nothing new. Uh, we have stuff like that. Uh, everybody has stuff like that. Uh, in some ways, he was trying to blow it off, but what that really means is that I think Meta and also Google, who had Lambda and other large language models, chatbots, I think they're going to probably step into the game just so that they don't get left behind, meaning that the competition will drive this forward faster and faster. And the man, Sam Altman, who we just heard from, uh, in 2021, uh, less than uh, two years ago, he wrote an essay called The Moore's Law of Everything. And what he predicted in that essay, in a very positive light, because you can tell he's a very positive guy, he's as positive as they come, um, he was talking about how in the next five years, you will definitely see AI that can read legal documents competently and give medical advice competently. So there go your lawyers and doctors. Of course, it was just reported not long ago that there's an AI being used in a courtroom in England. Um, as a sort of a, you know, a counsel in someone's ear. He said in the next 10 years, you'll start seeing AI that can competently do things on the assembly line that human beings now are the only ones who can. And you will also see the rise of AI companions, people n- normalizing, turning to their AI as a person in their lives. And then, of course, he says in the decades after that, AI will be able to do everything, meaning artificial general intelligence And de facto, because it will be able to take in more data, because it will have basically a permanent memory, and because it is lightning fast as opposed to the chemical uh, interactions in the human brain, it will be de facto artificial superintelligence. And he says, with much excitement, this technological revolution is unstoppable. So what I see coming in the very near future, undoubtedly copywriters and other writers their jobs are in serious jeopardy. And because of OpenAI's Dolly 2 art generator, you are going to see commercial yeah. artists just put out of business. They'll be done. Everything will be done on a computer for many companies. <laughs> I think the yeah. most important hang thing, on, though, Steve, that, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Well, go, the most no, important go ahead, thing here is that people will be, they already are turning to AI as these sort of companions, right? It's a small subculture. That subculture will grow you will see a huge influx of deep fakes and will end up in that Philip K. Dick sort of reality where you can't believe the authorities yeah. and you can't believe your own eyes. Now, here's what's going on. Yes. By the way, routine up, Joe. We're going to have Joe back on the six o'clock show. We have a, because of the, the way that the show is um, is programmed. We have a little more time and space 
to get to some of these deeper issues. Uh, we're going to have Joe back at six. Here's the thing: is that everybody run around the book of Revelation on the Antichrist. This is this is the Antichrist. We're creating it. It's obvious. That's why. That's why Sam Altman. Remember, it all comes in happy. It's going to solve problems. It's going to you know solve the world. All the problems going to go away. Your problems going to go away. Um, <clears throat> the downside of this is bottomless. The downside of this is bottomless. Absolutely bottomless. A bottomless pit of dystopia. Uh, we'll be back at 5 for two hours. We're going to have Joe Allen back in the 6 o'clock hour. We're going to be on fire tomorrow morning. We've got, uh, in fact, Joe Kent's going to be with us. We're going to actually do the uh, debate from Dana Point. That'll be the opening act of, for at least the first couple of minutes in our 5 o'clock show. I'm then going to go and, and uh, interview the combatants. Uh, we will then uh, have Joe Kent's going to be in studio. Uh, we're going to have, hopefully, special Rudy at 6, if we can p- pull that off and work it out. But Joe Allen will be back at 6. We're going to have a lot. On fire, 5 to 7 tonight. Be back in the war. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Solti. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. Dot com, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. Warroom Health, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out.